Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. I am a hassle. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. 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 That's me. Hi, everybody. Hi, Alan. Anthony, it's a big big show you got today with me and Alan. This is a big Uh, time. Listen, there's no bigger ENN than the Peter Allen ENN before Michael comes back from a travel day ENN. Before the Hip Hop 50 concert Before at Yankee Stadium. Before the Hip Hop 50. You never know when you're going to get that again. Probably never. The Hip Hop 100 at Yankee Stadium. Oh, that's going to be a big show. <laughs> Brought to you by Star Insurance. To see it. We'll, pay, we'll pay tribute to Kay beforehand. Brought to you by uh, Star Insurance. <laughs> John Sterling's still on the mic for the Yankees at oh, that yeah, time. yeah, of course. That's right. One, two, though. I would like to say good evening to Alan and Peter. Anybody that's right now on the LIE, you're in traffic. Excuse me? I didn't think I'd have to dump you before I dumped Bart today. I actually didn't have to dump Bart at all. It's a record. I was very impressed. I probably could have, but I know Bart. It was definitely a couple of dumpable <laughs> yeah. lines. Yeah. I'll hear about it from, from Ron Pinhead. It's okay. Uh, hey, Bart and Peter. That's some of my best strip clubs in Elizabeth. Oh, that's nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of, of, of Dan and Buttle for some reason. Because Dan will say something, Buttle will say something completely different, and Dan will go, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just Peter trying to get out of that. Like, hey, let's hear. Let's hear from Bart. Where did Bart? It's go? like the white stuff off Cheez-Its. That was weird. Sure, the white stuff on Cheez-Its. And then white, what do you do I feel with like that? It's orange stuff on Cheez-Its. But what do you do with all that stuff? You lick it. Oh well, no, no. At any point, do I suck the finger? Yes. Yeah. yeah that's what yeah. you do. Hey, Peter. Salty, oh. spicy. You can't have it all of your fingers. And hello to Peter and Alan. Juice leaking through all of Commanderland. You. <laughs> Did I, you I, say ew at the I end? did say ew. The Snyder juice, juice leaking through all of Commanderland. Ew. Well, remember, the, the Snyder juice literally nope. leaked out into the suites. I mean, that, or outside into the That stands. is accurate. That, that was a bad that look. That really did happen. That was a bad look, and, and everyone tried to say it was feces. It was not. It was just water. Water. You defended hard that day, I remember. Well, because I, we were just already, we're already killed for so many reasons. Don't say it's fecal matter. <laughs> it was just, water's bad enough, guys. But that was funny, though. They were saying, like, the, the team is literally crapping on its fans, <laughs> though. That was actually really funny. Hey, listen, doesn't that make me all the more happier that, like, it's really That it's over? over? Like, how do you feel? Is this is this Shawshank for you? Is it raining oh, with your arms extended? You, I almost can't fully process it that it's happened, and I guess it's like I'll probably feel it more like game one. And I was actually deciding if like I need to go to game one. Don't you? You have to. New it, era. Well, here's the problem though. It would be driving down to Maryland probably day of okay. to go to a Cardinals game in land. It's still what it is. That's a win. Is what it, it is. It should be a win. But do I? But you guys know. Listen, you, you heard what I said earlier about yes. about TV. Yes. That first Sunday of TV is kind of sacred. It's all over the place. And I yeah. have to. And by the way, who do the Jets have? Jets are on Monday night. Jets are Monday night. Have to worry about who do the Giants, Giants have? Giants have the Cowboys. Sun- Sunday afternoon. I think it's four. Is it four? Yeah. Right? For, for once, the Giant Cowboy Week One is not uh, Sunday night football. That but is. Like, I need Chiefs to take in that vehicle, and if I go to that game, I'll be driving. It's just. I think I'm going to pick another. Okay. Better. 
You think I need to be at game one of the, of the era? If you don't pick the spread for Commanders Cardinals, let me, let me call it by the way, though. I'm, I, I will say the commies will be minus four and a half. I'll say it right. I don't know what the line you is. You want to take a look at it right now? And yeah, see? take a look. But that's my guy. Right. What, what do you think? I'll say commies at home minus four and a half minus against four and a half. You got too big? Is that me getting too hyped up? Well, no, again, no Kyler Murray, right? Like, they're bad. Have you seen the videos out of their camp? Not good. Yeah, I, people are making fun of them a lot. You could do that. Home, so it could be minus yeah, six and a half. Home opener, a lot of high. New thing. I, Probably I, sold out. Finally, four and a half feels about right. Minus six. Minus six. Ooh, Over under that, forty. That is one that I, I did not expect. That is. How about you do this? What if you went little tail, little tailgate? Nice. Yeah. Little first half, maybe first quarter. So you're there. I was there. I saw it. Got a feel. Kick off the whole thing. Get in the car, head home. You know he's going to shoot tickets anyway. Then I don't get to watch the game. Then I'll be like watching on my phone. I just, you know. They got a good radio team. I'm giving you the option of saying I was there, but not having to commit to a full day and missing on anything else. I would go, I know this is a a, a show-offy move, but... I'd go as a guest of them. I can't leave. I did say I said you were going to schnur tickets. I said that under uh, my breath, but yeah. What? I, I mean, me and, I'm listen. I, me and my boy Jason Wright stay texting. I, I, I'm in the I'm in the bosom. I'm in the commander bosom. And Snyder's gone now. I actually want to build a relationship now. Mm. There's more to do. By here. the way, I'll take it back. That's not schnurring. That's you being a great guy and having great relationships. Thank you. It is also schnurring, but no, it is definitely schnurring. <laughs> but like, nice. it, th- that relationship happened organically. He followed me and was aware of me, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this guy. The team president follows me. It's pretty awesome. Let me drop him a DM and start making friends. There you go. I deserve it. You know what? You know what we didn't talk about today? And not that it would have come up before this anyway. Let's do a little diamond notes, Peter. What do you say? Well, I never did it, so you should do it. It's brought to you by London Jewelers. And this happened on WIP last night Mm. in Philly. Outfield shaded to the opposite field against the lefty Smith. The 3-2 pitch. Swing and a high yes. fly ball. Center field coming in is Rojas. He's calling. He has got it. Yeah. Yeah. Lorenzen leaps into the arms of Real Muto. And the Phillies pile out of the dugout. In front of the mound, they celebrate a no-hitter tonight by Michael Lorenzen in his second start as a Philly. That is so much wrong with that. There's a lot of steppage there, There's so much wrong going on there. Heard that steppage? No, I didn't even catch the steppage. Oh, there's tons of steppage. Hang on. Outfield shaded to the opposite field against the lefty Smith. The 3-2 pitch. Swing and a high fly ball. Center field coming in is Rojas. He's calling. He has got it. Yeah. Yeah. Lorenzen leaps into the arms of Rubio. That's, That's it's not a lot of steppage, but it's steppage no, no. at inappropriate times. It's yeah. the worst steppage, mm-hmm. really, because it wasn't a lot. Because it was interjecting out. It's look enthusiasm, all that stuff, but that is a call that you know gets isolated, played. That will be played historically. That will be something that will be connected to the to whatever video they put together and all that stuff. And you got to get that going on. Now you got to uh, edit that out. Now can we look at the other side of steppage, which we never do? Mm-hmm. I know what it's like to be a sidekick. Okay. I know what it's like to be left out of historic moments. Interesting. I know what it's like to see the... To be told to lay out? Yeah, not not told, but it just happens. Or like a, a documentary pops on, and you're like, oh, there's our show. And then you don't hear a word from you the entire time. We always think about the play-by-play guy because we have Michael and Don on the show. Yeah! 
Do we ever think about the color guy who's like, wait, I also want to be a part of historic moments. Like, there's no divine rule that the play-by-play man must be the only man who's remembered throughout history. You have your time. Your time comes after he's done describing but what But that never happened. makes it to the documentary. By the way, that's not true. By the way. Rarely. This is a this is a color guy on 98.7 for Nick Games, Alan Hahn, that's, by the way. That's very true. I so understand you, you understand your role is to wait till he's done and then you say something profound that they we'll go, hold out. we got to get that in there too. That's what you have to say. Have something ready that is strong enough that be like a statement. See, right. the take, the statement that they know, okay, he just described it, but whoa, what he just said needs to be in there. That's got to be gotta in there, we got to find room. Good example. Marty was in Hard Knocks, and yes, most, of, most of his calls on that Hall of Fame game, yep. came. his comments came after Bob was done with the, the only, Hard Knocks. Hard is different, though. Only Which ESPN is streamed represent- on Max. Oh, yeah. Only ESPN representation, by the way. Yeah, that was- Colin Cowherd, is that what we're doing? Sure. Are they, what about the expert opinions of Craig Carton that must be included? What, we need like, to have that. Like, why was it all just FS1? Like, are you kidding me? Well, I mean, listen, Has Mike Greenberg not talked enough I, about the Jets but, and Aaron Rodgers? That's Rogers? crazy that Greeny wasn't you. How about Nothing. Another, I got another one for you. Pat McAfee? Oh, he did actually have him on the show when he said those famous words, Oh, right? they didn't show McAfee? They didn't, no. Not one no. mention of McAfee or the uh, my or intentions Greeny. to play for the, the, the promo we play incessantly? Now, now in, all, in all fairness, it makes sense that they included Carton. You guys remember, he nailed it. I mean, Rodgers went to San Francisco. That was such an amazing... That's right. Oh, wait, I do I remember that. You utterly made that up. And people I just believed it like it was something. I forgot. I, I, I don't. I just didn't get how it was just that and weird. Not a a sort of cross section of all the coverage. It was only Fox. It was like it was literally Fox. just those shows. Whereas yeah. Get Up, it was a daily thing. And Mike Greenberg, who I would think is pretty famous, well known broadcaster, right? And a well known Jets fan. Greeny just was all over this thing to a point where Aaron Rodgers sent him. Unhealthy is a good word. Aaron Rodgers sent him a jersey and also gave talk, him a shout out. She gave him a shout out. No, we're not putting them in hard. And we and we didn't get our Bizarre. our call like the day of. I thought they could have had the you know us talking about when he went, which was really maybe good. maybe ESPN makes it difficult to like clear stuff. Could Is that be. possible? Could be. Never but them and HBO just don't play great. I don't nope. know. I just I, I just know. got I, I I was just told we have to be silent on this. ESPN doesn't want to silent on I'm kidding. Please. Uh, that, by the way, was Diamond Notes, brought to you by London you know Jewelers, what? the engagement experts. Visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, sure. including the newest location at the mall at Short Hills. Wait, wait. Did you just do that without looking at a script? I did. How do you know that off the top of your head? I have to copy and paste it every day. He sa- but by the way, so he, he says- He was looking that- up. No, no. He says that, though. It's in there somewhere. Hold on. But I- <laughs> like, where is he? But hold on. I was like, where is he looking? He says that, yeah. but I do these every day, mm. and I don't remember them. Exactly. My brother, I think, is driving through the area right now and, and, and listening, yeah. uh-huh. and he asked a question, which I think is valid. We don't always think about what our audience is knows. Right. He, he just wrote, what's steppage? <laughs> That's a good which point. I, which We've created we that We talk word. about it all the time. <laughs> Steppage is when the color commentator right. seemingly gets in the way or steps on yes. the call of the play-by-play commentator. Mm-hmm. The So now it's not a clean call because you have another voice just interjecting random noises. It's sort of like every time I make a point on this show, yes. and if you listen, right. Don is going like this. <laughs> <laughs> It's very upsetting what you do. <laughs> it, it's by the way. It's I need you guys to understand this. I need you to understand this. I love love you, Donnie. No, no, I love this man. 
He's legitimately one of my favorite human beings in life. Mm-hmm. I'm not even exaggerating. Mm-hmm. I adore this man. Mm-hmm. I when I when him and my mother were hanging out at my wedding, it was like a touching moment that meant something to me. Yes. I love him. Okay, no, I, I was making an art. Well, that was a tough time. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, Michael could talk for three minutes. Don waits. We know! I obviously talk the least of the three of us. That's part of my brand at this point Are on the show. Are you on the show most of the time? Yeah. I always wonder. No, you're going to wait. You're going to get your moments. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm whipped cream. I'm chocolate sauce. I'm not, I'm not here to, I don't want to give you too much. It's a joke! And then I get my time to go. And I go. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, pay attention next time. If my point goes beyond 15 words, Don just starts chomping at the bit. He's pretty You have no guts! Oh, wow. That's a lot of opinions today. It's so good. Anyways, keep going. Can we bring up, though, by the way, it it was a a, a no-hitter. Yes. Which, now how many this year? Oh, that's all you do is throw no-hitters. Well, it was the 14th in Philly's history. uh, We know that we have a perfect game this year. This season. This season. How many no-hitters? How many no-hitters, though? Four, five, six. It's in that range. it's, It's very interesting that the sport is where it is right now to a point where the no-hitter at one point was like a Haley's Comet. Right. We see and him a lot. We're, we're getting more... Dan Patrick was talking about this. We had the Astros combined one just yes. recently. Well, well, first of all, you never used to see combined ones. Now you do. Jacob and just you, told me six in my ear. Six? Okay, so... All right. Yeah. But he, he's it's talked about how it has exponentially gone up in the last decade and into this decade on pace in this decade, and we're only in three years in, on pace for 47 what do the analytics say about that, by the way? Yeah, exactly. Well, mm-hmm. the analytics are we're allowed to now swing and miss more. Yeah. It's okay to do that. So, anyway, but he pitched 120. Well, I'm glad you said pitches. that, Alan. 124 pitches, Peter. When we grew up watching baseball, you'd think, okay, 120. That's the that's the most a pitcher has pitched in a game this season. I saw that number. It's an astounding number. 124. We, we, would, we would frequently see guys go to 124. Nothing. In right. seven innings. Right. Yeah, right. So, that was interesting. Okay. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Something cool that is happening in Tennessee, I wonder if you guys have seen this. Do you know who's coaching the Titans uh, preseason game? Freddie Key. No, mm. but Freddie <laughs> is very... Um, it's I a, miss that character, so, yeah, by the way. He's, he came back yesterday for a brief moment. He did. Yeah. So it's assistant coach Terrell Williams. Now, okay. nothing's wrong with Mike Vrabel. He's fine. Mm-hmm. But he thinks that this is a great way to get an assistant coach some shine coaching a game... So that he can, when he goes for head coaching opportunities, say, I had the opportunity to coach an NFL game. Mm-hmm. I which like I think it. is pretty forward thinking by Mike Vrabel. Um, okay. Williams said, Vrabel deserves a lot of credit. Hopefully more coaches will give assistant coaches opportunities to do this because there's nothing better than actually getting the experience. So what do we always say, guys, when we hear about Eric Bieniemy's never coached before, all of these coaches have never coached. Now, Mike Vrabel's giving his assistant, Terrell Williams, an opportunity 
to coach an NFL game. Sure, it's a preseason game, but he's going to be the one that's making whatever it is, the substitutions, the calls. I think it's a cool idea by Vrabel. If you saw on Hard Knocks, Robert Sala did say about the preseason game, he's like, you know, it's cool to just to sit back and watch a game. Because it just shows you that he really wasn't doing a lot and leaving it up to the coordinators and everybody else. And actually, Aaron Rodgers calling a play. So this is the perfect opportunity to do it. It is done in the NBA. Right. I mean, we, we see it in the NBA in the preseason where some like the assistant will be the lead guy and the head coach just wants to watch everything. And so you run it and I'll, I'll go from there. And there's your experience. You see that. So I like this and hopefully it starts to become a thing in the NFL. I mean, there's going to be more that's needed in order to get people experience and opportunities to like try to break down the sort of good old boys club. And I is, think Vrabel's trying to do that with this but that, but that is, uh, as but a step forward. But yeah. I, I like it. I, I like think it's it. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Peter, this hasn't been brought up all day, and I think it's because Alan's such a good guy. Um, he's kind of mad at you. What? Yeah. I wasn't going to bring it up. Well, I, you, you told me, and I feel like it needs to be said. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Yesterday. The Josh Hart news doesn't doesn't get gets a post ENN credit. No, that was rough. Kidding me? That was a mistake. What are we doing here? You know, when you're with Michael for a full day by yourself. Oh no! You forget there's anything besides baseball. You know, (laughs) I didn't even remember that. But honestly, I forgot about Michael for that. I forgot that basketball was a game. And then I was like, oh my God, that round ball game. I love that round game. Ball. Oh, Josh Hart State. And by the way, a pretty favorable deal, I thought. Four years, 81, right. the extension. So they got him up till 2027 uh, for $94 million. And you'd say, well, it's 20. If you look at where the league is right now, 20 a year sounds like a lot, but it's like the NFL. It's like relatively, no, it's not. And so they have a core now where they're, they're going to keep this group together and see what they can become. But he was an impactful player. He's very important to Jalen Brunson. We just get as many Villanova guys on this roster as That's apparently. Right. But he was a really good pickup at the deadline, and you knew they were going to extend him. They had to wait until August to get it done. That they just that was the time they could do it, and so it was a no brainer. So it, it's good to see, and that's the roster is now set. The question that remains that won't probably be answered over the next month. We'll have to wait till you at least get into September. Is what are they going to do with Evan Fournier, who yeah. made it pretty clear he's not happy? Yeah, I heard that interview. It didn't yeah. sound like he's going to. And definitely, you know, took shots. So they're going to have to get him off the roster somehow, some way. But there's no other business to be done. This is this is your team. This is the roster. Um, also, I, can we just say like it seems like the decision has been made. Obviously, anything can change, but Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart, the Villanova kids, are going to be the core of this team. Yeah, that this is like they love them, and this is the heart they want for this team. This no pun is intended. literally the kind of that. That's it. again the the DNA is that Villanova DNA, and that's kind of what they want. I mean, DiVincenzo was added to this as well. Somehow, some way, if they can pry Mikael Bridges out of Brooklyn, but obviously they love him there, so they're not getting him. But it's just those type of people. That's what you want. And this is not slowly. This is becoming Jalen Brunson's team. Oh yeah, yeah, he's the man. Julius Randle's two-time All NBA, two-time All Star. This is Jalen Brunson's team. What's Eric Pascal doing these days? Let's get right. him. Bring him in. Bring Why him not? in. Little Fordham connection. Chris Jenkins. In? You got and him. Villanova connection. Right. Why not? This is interesting, Peter. You're going to like this one. You don't I think know. Alan, you will too. That's a good point. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Phil Mickelson, in a new book by professional gambler Billy Walters, alleges. That over the last 30 years... I love this. Phil Mickelson... You've heard this story. Nope, but I know it's going to be a huge number. Has What do you think? Okay, fine. So what do you think? He's going to say that over the last 30 years... 30 years. 30 years. Phil Mickelson mm-hmm. has bet... Or lost? Is it a loss no, or no, a bet? No, no. Wagered, wagered. 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 Let's go with wagered. I would say... We have the other stats too, but... 
Oh, that could be a crazy number. Mm-hmm. $20 million. Higher, Bob. Higher. Not even... Well, cause by the way... Well, I'm doing the math, because his career earnings... You're not close. You're not even... You're not no. even in the ballpark. Yeah. Oh, really? So so yeah. it's like $200 million? Um, you're not even in the ballpark. Yeah, you're still not even in the city where the ballpark is. You're at a Taylor Swift concert waiting for merch on the on yes. on the highway, eight, eight exits away. Well, I, I don't understand. One billion... <laughs> Dollars. Yeah. Alleging in the book Say that like he Dr. has Evil. wagered one billion with the, with the pinky billions. Well, so how, that's how, a little. That's actually somebody else. So how down would that make him? Oh well. Well, here's the thing. He estimates Billy does that. Phil has only lost about a hundred million dollars. Right. So he's, he's pretty. So good. he's ninety percent success rate. No. No, ninety percent success rate would mean that he's not down a hundred million dollars. It would mean he's up. That's oh, you know what? That's right. I didn't read that right. So You're he's right. only he's only slightly under. It's, what he's saying is he bets at like forty percent, and so he's not losing this story, that much money. This story is to me like first of all, he's selling a book. Broke yeah. I'm a, I'll buy it. And he's a, and he's a professional gambler, by the way. If this isn't. But this in this in this story that I'm reading here, I'm not trying to steal from you, Anthony, of course. That's what but this is. Oh, please contribute. It. This is sharing. So uh, according to excerpts in the book, so apparently in September 2012, uh, Mickelson called this guy. During the Ryder Cup, mm-hmm. and asked in the place of four hundred thousand dollar wager on him in the Ryder Cup for the for the well for him on the U.S. team to win, mm-hmm. and of course this this guy writes that he scolded Mickelson. Of course, of course. Have you lost your blanking mind? Do you remember what happened to Pete Rose? You're seen as the modern day Arnold Palmer. You'd risk all that for this. I want no part of it. <laughs> That's so, why you read that quote and it makes you go like, really? So so Phil has responded to that, by the way. Of course. Which is my favorite. This is actually my, kind of my favorite part of the whole thing. I never bet on the Ryder Cup, Mickelson says. <laughs> Specific. While it's well known that I always enjoy a friendly wager on the course, I would never undermine the integrity of the game. I've also been very open about my gambling addiction. I've previously conveyed my remorse, took responsibility, have gotten help, have been fully committed to therapy that has positively impacted me, and I feel good about where I am now. Denies the Ryder Cup. $1 billion within the last 30 years. No, that that's well with on the table. Because that's a specific case that was told yes. in the book. yes. And so I think he's just trying to attack that already and the validity of it. But you know, who knows what to believe? It sounds like an amazing story. It catches yeah. everybody's attention. Oh, I mean, how, but a billion? A billion to me seems lofty. That's a lot. Can I be honest? If you told me Michael had done that or something, I feel like I'd believe it more because... Guy carries around a he, Yeah, I mean, literally, he's made... A, a billion. A, yes. Well, he's a billionaire now, so Michael's probably made, you know, and spent a, a lot and a lot. Of, mm-hmm. I just, it seems crazy. In in the book also, 800 uh, alleged, Billy Walter says that uh, Mickelson's made 858 bets of $220,000. What? And over Wait, how thousand, many? 858. How would he know that number? Bets of 220000 I guess if... I need I, receipts. He'd need receipts. And 1,115 bets of 110000 For the record... Sure. If Phil is this kind of gambling addict, the equivalent in the other forms of addiction, it would be like the, I, the drug equivalent. I couldn't even figure out. Mm-mm. You but don't like, survive that. In, in like in sex terms, he would need like horses and and twenty five women at a time. And you know how he's so far down the road Will in terms of yeah, get it, Will in terms of getting a high. Mm-hmm. If you need to bet two hundred and twenty thou to feel it, yeah, to feel something, just, just for the endorphins, 
Right. That, that's you know you know you know who else I would say would be in this ballpark, and I would imagine is worse. Floyd. Yeah. Get your bag. Yeah, Floyd. Floyd is out there. So there's mm-hmm. a there's a reason he's taking fights with random members of the Gotti family, like <laughs> just for the payday. You don't mess with the Gotti's. Yeah, that's right. Drake bets a lot, but I don't think he has a problem. I think he By just way, has the money. No, no, no. Oh, the problem is no, no, no. Drake, Drake definitively. We don't know this. Drake has an in- Drake co-owns. Oh yeah, that that, co- that whatever co- that yeah. betting thing is that Drake posts. Yeah, I only hear about it from Drake because it's always so Bitcoin, he right? Literally. He probably legit has a piece of that company. Yeah. It has to be something like that. He uh, can't just be doing that. Peter and Alan, we have an update. I've had some fun with this story. I don't know if you have, Alan, on the Pack 4 Because there's, that's all that's so left. Sad. Cal and Stanford now could be going to the ACC, but oh, they that- haven't voted yet. But they could be going to. Well, when I think ACC basketball, I think Stanford. <laughs> yeah, you think you think that you know it's going to be great to see Clemson and Stanford really battling well, no, it's, it out. It, it's it's the old school it's the old school ACC matchup Syracuse versus Cal. Yeah. You know that's just the stuff that you settle <laughs> in. Coach for. Cal? Oh no, no Cal Cal. Cal, yeah, Cal. But we we laugh about this, but it is kind of it's it's a sad thing that we can't stop. Like this train is rolling. Oh yeah, there's no brakes. This is happening, and what the ACC is trying to do is survive in what is eventually going to become a big three, and then at some people think it's eventually going to be a big two. Yeah. Because the SEC and the Big Ten... They've got it. They, they're already in control. Big 12 is grabbing anybody that they can who's left over to try to stay relevant. The also-rans. Right. And the, and the, the flotsam and jetsam, as they always say on oh, the show. We love the show. And, flotsam and jetsam. And the bottom line is, is what you're seeing, though, is the end of college sports tradition. Which doesn't sell, but it's fun. But that's gone now because gone. it's always now about the TV viewership and the TV deals, and that's the thing. Like we here in the Northeast, we don't care. No, we don't. Uh, no, it ruined my. But, I mean, my my ACC relationship was really fun. I don't. We I, saw it here only in when the Big East, as a basketball conference, yes. was at its at its pinnacle. We loved it here. But then we knew it wouldn't survive because football wouldn't let it survive. Boston College, I got to get out of this thing because we've got a big time. Nobody else has big time football. And you started seeing it break up because of that. And then it just became a conference of, wait, like Xavier's in this thing? Like Creighton? Like what? when did that happen? No, it's brutal. Like it's just not they, they, what it used to the be. The fact that the ACC and the Big East were both damaged the way they were, yep. that's a major L for the sport. And I don't it's care. it's always about the TV deals and the TV revenue. So they have professionalized college sports to yes. a point now where you have to just acknowledge that the era of the the romance of college sports and the, the, the rivalries are gone. It's gone. No, Never it's, coming back. When you think about it, if, especially if you're someone who went to one of those places, like if you if you went to an SEC school or you root for an SEC team, whatever your football's always been, it's always going to be forever. what it is. But for people like me who went to an ACC school that's no longer in the ACC, yeah, it's never going to hit the same. No, it's like no who am I rooting what? for? Like what am I rooting against? Yeah. Really? And right. I mean, when, when you think I get geared up when Maryland plays Rutgers? No offense to Rutgers, but then, but and I'm sure true. Rutgers feels the same way. Yeah, but there's a reality of it, and the Pac-12, while it's all the way on the West Coast and stuff. There was there was something about the Pac-12 and the, the, oh, the yeah. riders they had and all that stuff, which is kind of cool. And football Saturdays had all that stuff. Yeah, that's now going to be gone. But when it comes to TV, that doesn't matter because who was watching? Not enough people. Not enough big markets. So they don't care about the local aspect of it, 
where you had your fans no. who just, I didn't go to the school, but I've been a fan of Cal forever. I've been a fan of Oregon forever, but I just live in the area. That's just, that's dead. It's dead. Now it is strictly about what the quote-unquote big market teams are, Michigan and Notre Dame, which is being smart. They're not affiliated with anybody. And all the SEC schools, like those are, that's your big markets now. Even though they're not in big markets, those are your big markets. They're the schools that sell. And they're the ones that are going to get all the attention. There's going to be a time. Paul Feinbaum says this all the time. There's going to be a time, and it's in the near future. There's two conferences. It'll eventually be West schools, East schools, and that's it. Mm. Two conferences just like professional football. Exactly the same. Mm. And we're getting there. And it's probably going to be SEC, and it's going to be Big Ten. But they have to call it something else because it ain't 10 anymore. Big Big Ten's up to 18. I don't even know what the Big 12's at. But what happens with the other sports? Which which is what gets lost. I was wondering how your your wife felt about it, Alan, because a lot of the softball players in the Pac-12 were really upset by this. Of course. Because most of the time, they don't play three. Like Sometimes you do, but like you don't always play three-game sets. Like you'll play like yeah. a team here on a Friday, then you'll go play on a Sunday somewhere else. You can't right. go play Cal and then go play Rutgers. For everybody to understand why why Anthony's referencing my wife so casually like this. Yeah, well, wait a minute. I mean, just throwing Stephanie into this conversation. Wow. Right if in, you guys right know why. Why are you watching New York Puerto Rico uh, in the Massapequa? Massapequa yeah. in 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 uh, Little League uh, the softball. Yes, well, she loves watching. Right. She she played at North Carolina. She was a very good player, and and so she was in the ACC, and she sees the same thing. It's the worst, and it's just what it's happening, and it just it'll change the whole landscape. It's for football, but every other sport is going to have to live with it, and they don't have the same revenue, and they don't have the ability to just travel as randomly as we're talking about, where UCLA or not UCLA, obviously, but but like Stanford is going to now fly and play NC State, Duke, and North Carolina. So what are they going to spend two weeks on the road? Right. It's just, it's completely different. It affects the other sports, but no one cares because the football revenue is what matters most to these schools. And as much as we can complain about it, it's not changing. It's not going anywhere. So anybody that has that romance of what college sports used to be, it's gone. But I'm curious now to see what it does to college basketball. Mm-hmm. And that is ENN. You're damn right it is. Because I'm a little over and I apologize. Yeah, come on. I got to get my salad. Nothing wrong with being a little over. What would you get? I'm chocolate sauce. Well I'm done. With Thank cream. You. Nope. I got sweet green. One billion. Wow, a lot has happened today. A lot has they don't let today. you get away with You don't want. Jacob, Jacob's on Jacob's on his game. We've he been wrote, here a while today. Yeah, so. he's figuring it out. Yeah. Oh, you want me to close the break? If you want. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.